All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the episode. I am Michelle at Divine's Purpose. If you are new, welcome. If you're returning, what's popping? I have an amazing, beautiful Divine Feminine here who had an incredible message yesterday that agreed to jump on and talk to you guys a little bit more deeper about her channeling and her insights. And I would love for you to introduce yourself. So please go ahead. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura. And uh, I'm a spiritual life coach, and I have a page here on Instagram, and I upload channelings and videos onto my YouTube channel as well. Yeah, and thank you so much for coming on. I'm so happy to speak with you. I know I've been following your work for a while, but something about yesterday's channeling, just I was like, I need to talk to you. Like, I need to get you on. So thank you so much, love. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. So the first thing I want to say is that, you know, your channeling had to do with the Little Mermaid and, of course, the Twin Flame journey. So Laura is a divine feminine on a Twin Flame journey. Um, Can you speak a little bit about the video you posted and then we can probably go deeper into it? Yeah. So uh, for me, I've always really gone deep into um, kind of archetype work. So I really, the gift I have is that I can see the the connections and how it relates, our personal lives relate to what's going on in our collective reality, what's happening in our world. Um, so this video is kind of talking about what's going on in general with the masculine collective, the patriarchy, and just masculine energy in general and how it's breaking down because we're getting to this point where the divine feminine is returning but um before i did the video i usually get you know messages from source and i got a really intense image of the um the wedding from the little mermaid but not the wedding not the divine wedding right but the wedding of the mermaid little mermaid ariel to vanessa um who is actually ursula in disguise yeah, it, it's really cool because I feel like so many divine feminines, obviously, you know, as divine feminines, we are very close to the water and the energy of our emotions. So yeah. a lot of divine feminines love The Little Mermaid. Like, I know that's my favorite Disney movie. Anybody who knows me, it's my favorite Disney movie. And for you to channel that message, it was so beautiful because I channeled that message like a couple years ago. So to have you say it and also go a little deeper in it, I was like, this is perfect so wow so in regards to your channel message first and foremost can you tell everybody um your channel on youtube so they can actually stop this podcast right now and go look at the video yes it's uh the woken mind and on my instagram page i've got that in my bio right now so it will link straight actually to my last video Yes, exactly. And I also posted it on my story at Divine's Purpose and at the Divine Feminine Club. So it's all linked up there, guys. But go directly to the video, even before you continue um, listening to this, if you are led, because there's going to be obviously more details of the insight. But can you talk about a little bit about really the deeper meaning of what came to you? Yeah, so... I've been trying to kind of piece all this together for a while because I've been, I want to say, and I feel like it's the same for you, Michelle. I I almost feel like I remember you posting something that you went through 
this process of kind of like digging through like the conspiracy theory stuff um, in the early 2000s. Um, And that happened with me too. So it was almost like I was obtaining kind of like all these bits and pieces. And I remember I kept running into the sacred marriage and the bride of Christ. And I'm like, what, what is this? What does this mean? It didn't really make sense to me. Um, but I was just gathering all these bits and pieces. And I also was doing a lot of research on like archetypes, Carl Jung's theory. Um, and it was with this image of the little mermaid, which for me too, was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Um, so I was kind of shocked that it kind of all came together with that. Um, cause also I was very, for a while, especially like if you dig into conspiracy theories, you're going to possibly be anti-Disney for a while. Absolutely. Um, That's a I know. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people go through that. And for me, it was just kind of like, because I was like having repulsion towards, um, just like materialistic society and, and everything. And, real I realized that what Disney really is is it's just telling the story of what's going on right now it's not really Disney that it's that's at fault right it's it's telling our collective reality um and putting piecing in all this information so that we can break it down and then these subconscious hints are coming in there too like the use I talk about in my video that um when Ariel is in I don't know if she's singing during this it might be during part of your world I think it is she goes to this painting yeah, I think that's part of your world. She goes to this painting, which is a painting of Mary Magdalene. Which is, you know, it's like, did the animators really know what they were doing? Probably not, but it came through subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Because Ariel is, and I state this in the video, Ariel actually means the Lion of God. She's a representation of Jerusalem, New I'm Jerusalem. I'm so happy you said that too, because we just reached Leo season two. And the lion is really coming in really strong. Yes. The definition of Ariel that you described, I was like, wow. Like, I was just like, yes. Like, that was such a deep, deep message. And yeah, it's it's crazy how this is all, you know, like all the symbolism is hidden in there. Mm-hmm. And we just have to get to the point where we're conscious enough to pick up on it and to understand it. And um, I'm kind of going to go off on a tangent here, but... I spent, so I spent a lot of time in the entertainment industry and then I left the music industry and went into teaching children. And when I was teaching kids, I stumbled across Waldorf um, education. um, And then I started learning about, you know, why we teach children fairy tales and the spiritual context behind them. And that's what made me really kind of like go back to Disney and want to look at Disney in a different way and see you know what archetypes are being played out in these stories and these what what is spirit trying to tell us yeah you're right though because obviously with a different lens and a different eye like you know there are deeper messages and you will only see it once you really open up your spiritual eyes versus your physical eyes there's a lot of layers in it 100 percent. i agree with you for sure and and i think it's beautiful because we have just finished a 56 million cycle galactic year we're starting the new year and this is the new galactic year of the sacred twins so 
yeah, to have yeah. that message, to have that message of about what really the twin flame journey is and what the archetypes are and all that stuff is really awesome. And the other thing I want to say quickly is a lot of divine feminines resonate with the Little Mermaid because we were in Atlantis or Lumeria in a past life. Okay, that's all I yeah. want to say about that. Um, but looking at it now through your spiritual eyes and awakening. And, you know, you being a part of the twin flame journey as well, how does it really relate with divine masculine right now? I think for, for me, what really drew me towards it is because of the healing that I know that I'm doing right now as a feminine, where I'm clearing out some of these past lives that I'm getting visions of. And I know that a lot of us feminines, we struggle with with kind of that that feeling of betrayal, the hurt, um, not being part of the world, you know, the spiritual has not been incorporated into the patriarchy. And in the video, I talk about this too, um, in depth. But what happened is during the fall of Atlantis, that's when the feminine was downgraded into our subconscious. And that's what this twin flame journey is a representation of, where the feminine is downgraded, she's kind of kicked off the throne, and the masculine kind of runs the show, at least in the physical world, um, not in the spiritual world. So there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of feelings of rejection and betrayal. And then there's a lot of probably questioning. I know that I do it myself, like, is there some what's wrong here you know like what am i doing wrong that it's that the spiritual is not being accepted the feminine's not being accepted and allowed to step onto the throne and yeah. oh i'm sorry go ahead no i was gonna say yeah i understand that profusely and i was gonna say faith has a lot of faith has a lot to do with that yes yes and it's that that faith and that trust, and then we also get these little tid, these little tidbits, these little messages, these synchronicities, and you know it came through in this image. And I think what was really important with this message, especially for right now and what's going on with the masculine specifically right now, is the Vanessa character. Yes, I, I love how you touch base on Jezebel spirits because that is something that is really deep in a lot of the twin flame journey that people don't talk about as much as they should. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate how much we culturally um, really use those energies to really promote artists or, you know, music, movies, whatever and how we actually go about really living in that energy. And as divine feminines as well, before we awoken, we actually tapped into that ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's deeper layers of everything when it comes to the awakening of the divine masculine. So like, do you want to give me a little bit about your insights on that topic alone? Yes. So with Vanessa, Vanessa is actually, if you look up what Vanessa means, um, it's, it's vanity. It's, she's symbolizes vanity, the superficial, the material world. And this is what the masculine has been clinging to since the fall of Atlantis. Um, you know, it looks pretty on the outside, but when you look deeper, there's nothing there. It's empty. It's hollow. And the masculine's getting to that point 
where he's like, this, this is not fulfilling anymore. This isn't working for me. I need something more. But he doesn't quite know what that more is, um, which is played out in the movie, right? Because Prince Eric, he knows that he's looking for this woman who saved him with this beautiful voice and he can't really pinpoint who she is and he's just searching and searching and then he finds you know Vanessa who is actually Ursula and she's playing the role and she's doing all the right things right you know she's like playing the perfect role of the divine feminine but she's not the divine feminine yeah it's so true and the thing is it's beautiful to see because ursula takes ariel's voice but the masculine eric is looking for the girl with the voice and the voice is the voice of truth the voice of god um, right. the voice of his own soul and that's the mirror reflection of it reflection of it excuse me and then vanessa is portraying everything that the masculine was programmed in this matrix to believe that they desired through the motion of lack toxicity so if we go a little deeper into that you know representing the emptiness how do these spirits come and play in your opinion with that i think that it's that we all kind of take turns playing different roles mm -hmm. um like you said before before divine feminines are awakened right we dabble with that we dabble with that vanessa energy that superficiality yes um, but I think what was really important is like when I started digging a little bit deeper and doing more research, because the whole Lilith thing has never sat right with me. Mm -hmm. And if you're familiar with the story um, of Adam and Eve and you've dug a little deeper, you know that Lilith was the original wife of Adam. Preach, girl. And it's because she didn't want to be put beneath him that she ran off. And many say that she ran off to Lemuria, Lemuria, excuse me, and left Atlantis and she rebelled. And then the patriarchy turned her into a demon to, you know, like a, a baby eating demon. You know, there's just all these, she's the serpent, she's the witch. As they always do to the to the divine feminine, always. Right, right. So all of our, our stories, our history, you know, is written from the perspective of the masculine who's wounded because he's hurt, because he lost his queen, because they had conflict, which they both played a role in, right? You know, they, they both are at fault for not being able to cooperate with each other. But then, you know, in comes Eve, and she's kind of like this replacement that's easier <laughs> like you know more more controllable i would yeah. say more controllable um more eager to please the masculine energy a hundred percent right right so i really think the way that this you know this plays out in our personal lives it plays out in our culture our cultures it plays out in so many different ways and then if you're on the twin flame journey, you know that you actually live it out yes. <laughs> in many different ways. And you, you have all the archetypes kind of inside of you. And then you actually are living them out and playing them out in your life as well. Absolutely. And go ahead. I was just going to say, is like, it's, it's a matter of kind of figuring out that, that difference between the Lilith archetype and the Jezebel archetype was so crucial for me. And I think it came through dissecting this image that I had of the movie. And I think that that was like kind of the most powerful thing that came from this message that I channel. 
I agree. And, you know, and I was going to say, and there's deeper layers of these spirits because a lot of our divine masculines, especially if you are any African Egyptian descent, um, there is a lot of black magic and deeper layers of spirits that are tied in between the energies. Um, and really, what does that mean if no one's really understanding that? It's really meaning that there is a little bit of a mind control and there's energies feeding their ego, their wounded ego. Um, and I just felt like it's important to say that because we have to be really real of what's really happening in the, our journeys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you're, are you, are you familiar with that? Correct? Yes, I am. Definitely. Okay. So that's why there's a lot of masculines and feminines. It's not only masculines, y'all. We all carry the masculine and feminine energy, but a lot of the masculines are having such a hard time sometimes coming out of it, coming out of that denial or that asleep phase because of these energies. Um, and, you know, there's also been that energy of the divine feminine was that like you're saying like Lilith you know it's that energy of oh maybe she's the evil one so it's really interesting when it comes through the Disney film like a hundred percent and and in towards the end of your video you touch base on the sacred union which is amazing so can you share with everybody like what the sacred union really actually looks like yeah, so the, the sacred union occurs within us first. And that, and, you know, I'm going to be doing another video that's about kind of the perspective from the um, Hans Christian Andersen um, version of The Little Mermaid because it ends very differently. Um, and I'm going to go into that in the next video that I do. And that kind of talks about what the feminine has to do in order to help heal her internal masculine. Um, really good. That'd be really yeah. good. That's going to be really needed for the collective, for sure. Right, right. But it's that coming in, you know, that coming into union with self and not holding that resentment against the masculine for choosing Vanessa, choosing the material exactly. world, exactly. choosing superficiality over and over and over again. Because if you have played this role, um, this archetype of the feminine, we've had to play the role of Lilith for so many lifetimes where we have had our, you know, we've had that anger, that rage and that resentment. And the sacred union is when the feminine and the masculine can both let go of that resentment, let go of all of the pain, all of the betrayal and realize that you don't need to be right. You need to just be at peace and be able to love each other unconditionally. That is perfect. And it's so true because, you know, once you do a lot more healing with thyself and a lot more shadow work, guys, and a lot of people are very, um, they're very, what's that word? They're very hesitant of shining the mirror on themselves and their, and their own wounds, which is understandable. But that's exactly what sacred union is. Um, and when it comes to, like, I, I guess you're working a lot with Lilith right now. Is that correct? Um, yeah, not so much uh, okay. personally right now. Okay. Um, more kind of like on the separation, again, between that Jezebel spirit because okay. I think again that's so important to find the the difference between the two 
I agree. It's a, it's, it's really tricky because, you know, even for me, if I post up a sexy image, people are like, oh, that's a Jezebel spirit. I was like, no, it ain't. Like, so it's, <laughs> it's true, right? Like, it's like, that's goddess energy. That's the priestess energy. But that's, see, this is how we all get so confused of what the difference is. And honestly, the difference is not a physical appearance. It's what's internal. Like you said, yeah. Essa was internally empty. Right, right. So it's it's really doing, you know, that inner work to really fill that cup. And I always think of the Holy Grail. And you understand how the Holy Grail marries, you know, Jesus and Mary Magdalene's story as well. You know, can yes, we go back yes. to that a little bit? Like, I think it's really dope that you caught the Mary Magdalene image. I never even saw that before. So, like, when you saw it... Did you knew did you know it was Mary Magdalene or did you see it through the research you were doing? Well, I can't take credit for it because it was years ago when I was doing my conspiracy theory research when I actually was actually very anti-Disney that I found there tons of research where other people have caught that. Okay. Um, but still I didn't even know that when I that's what yes. really got me so like in deep of your video because I was like that's amazing. It's incredible, isn't it? I mean, all this symbolism in there and, you know, it's it's in so much art too. so much of our our modern modern, excuse me, art. I guess I guess I should also say that I spent time in the music industry and I am a songwriter. Um, so I always got little downloads of things that I didn't understand. I started writing songs when I was 12 or 13 and I never really understood really completely what I was channeling. So a lot of this just comes through from spirit and, and we don't really know what it is. So, well, you know what? I love that you brought up Lilith because Lilith is the goddess of creation. And that is where a lot of our uh, downloads come from is through our imagination. Um, and through the imagination comes creation. And that is the archetype of divine feminines. So it makes a lot of sense to me. I'm an artist too. So that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so beautiful how art really portrays something so much deeper once you have awakened to seeing it. Um, and when it comes to the twin flame journey and speaking about like a Disney movie, for example, like The Little Mermaid, who has created this story platform of Sacred Union, like obviously you can recognize other aspects like Aladdin, The Lion King and so forth, right? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, I would have to say Lion King is just my all-time favorite movie. Because um, again, that's that's telling the story again. It's like uh, Simba goes to sleep. He feels like he did something wrong, right? Yeah. He feels that he killed his father and that he can't face that. He can't face his own karma. So he goes off and he finds Pumbaa and Timon and he goes to sleep. And Pumbaa and Timon are kind of like another version of Vanessa, right? Like yeah. addictions and just uh, avoidance. Akuda Matata. Fuck everything. Just let Scar take over the Pride Lands and everybody starve. It's fine. Whatever. I'm not dealing with my, my ancestral karma. Yeah. And Nala comes and she's like, what the hell, Simba? You know, like, you got to wake up. And so, you know, the divine feminine plays that role over and over again. She finds the masculine again and again, caught up in his own, you know, self-pity and addictions and denial. 
and she's kind of like we we got to do this and uh a lot of times the masculine isn't isn't ready but we're we're getting to a point now where the masculine is is breaking down to a point where it's it's not possible to resist um clearing out karma anymore it's so true and that's why i give such props to every single person who is out there really speaking their truth and shining the light because it does help guys it does help when you speak your truth as well you know and you also have to be understanding that this has occurred life cycles and life cycles and life cycles so you know we're just on that roller coaster ride and becoming the new ancestors for sure and with that said you know um can you speak a little bit about the karma that is actually clearing out right now for divine masculines? Yes. So there's a lot of that karma of clearing out the ancestral patterns that they've come in that they volunteered to clear right now. And that's what's been going on for a long time. But the uh, right now specifically, and I think that that's why I got that specifically that image of Prince Eric almost marrying Ursula is that kind of allegiance to the spiritual world and to the patriarchy and to everything that they think they're supposed to be doing is what's really clearing right now for the masculine. Um, where the masculine feels like I've got to do this because this is what my parents did. This is what my culture tells me to do. This is what you know everyone before me did and I feel like I'm doing the right thing and it's like I even showed in that image it's like everyone's gathered around when Prince Eric is about to marry Vanessa and they're like oh this is good the prince found his princess um and you see that he looks like wait this doesn't feel right and that's you know that's the karma the masculine is going through right now he's figuring out like this just because this is what everyone's done before doesn't mean that this is the right thing to do. This isn't, this is a trap. This is an ego trap and I'm going back into a karmic loop. Yes, a hundred percent. And it's such a perfect example of it too, because there's also a deeper layer of, you know, being a twin and what it really entails to be a twin and why your twin is present to actually awaken you to understand that you are in a cycle that needs to stop. Um, and once the masculine awakens, in your opinion, what actually occurs once they break that karmic cycle? Well, right now, and I talk about this too deeper, is that, and I, I'm so horrible with, pronun- with the pronunciation of this word, but it's anantiodramia, which is what Carl Jung talked about, that what is what happens when the uh, masculine begins to feel the presence of the subconscious feminine coming up within him that there is kind of like a a, almost like a psychosis that occurs a breakdown and that is what actually is happening right now so although it would be amazing if we could just you know skip to the sacred marriage um there's a lot that has to get cleared out even once they break the spell it's true and this is going to require a lot of time like i know divine feminines if you're listening you're like geez we've been waiting well clearly you're not ready either so keep doing the work um but yeah you're right it is a really big breakdown and you know me being a shadow worker like i can feel that energy and it's always so heavy for divine masculines but we've been through it so we understand it and right what, and and on the other side of that is what, in your opinion? 
I think that for the feminine at this point, the feminine is really working on the forgiveness and releasing all of the betrayal yeah. and the resentment so that that Lilith can be healed and that so that Lilith doesn't have to be portrayed and painted as this evil witch seductress because Lilith is so beautiful if she could step, you know, fully into her heart space and and be healed. Listen, I work with goddess energy on a daily and Lilith is amazing and Lilith really represents equality as well. Um, and, you know, as much as she's healing her own masculine within, she actually sends that energy to her divine masculine too. So, you know, it's so true. And, and another thing too, on the other side of that is literally freedom from all the chains that have been holding us down through the car. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like, the more the, the more the feminine is able to heal that part of her and drop into that heart space and offer that forgiveness and let go of all of these past betrayals. Because, I mean, if you're in touch with past lives and you've, you've been playing the role of the feminine for many lifetimes, it goes back far. I mean, this is painful stuff. Yeah. And it's... It, it is not easy. It is not easy to step into that heart space because, I mean, I can feel it with myself. I can feel that anger and resentment creep up. Like I, I have to check myself very many times. Like when I look at the world and I see it kind of falling apart and I, I think to myself, like, do we have to get to this point? Right. You know, it's like, can't we do it the easy way? Yeah. It's true. And it's very easy to fall back into the toxic feminine energy or masculine because of that rage, because of that disappointment and the challenges. But you guys have to remember, you know, we are divine for a reason and faith and trust is everything on this journey. Like it's honestly the only way to go through this. Right, right. And I think it's so interesting with Ariel. It's like, you know, she was like always trying to get away and yeah. and she was trying to rush the process because she was in love with Prince Eric and she wanted to be a human so badly. And then she caused a lot of father issues, which a lot of feminines have. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, that father wound has to be healed, too, because sometimes things are slowed down for a reason. Sometimes sometimes spirit is protecting us. Because you don't want to have a union with a masculine energy that has not yet stepped into that king, that emperor energy. No, in, in the end of the day, that's just codependency. So it's not going to mm -hmm. work. It's not going to work. You know, you need someone who's going to be equally balanced with self to be balanced with you. And um, this does take time, but it's such a beautiful, beautiful love story. And it's true. Like Ariel, like desires to have feet. Shit. I desire to have fins. I want to be a mermaid. Like, you know, it's, it's a recognition of, you know, I am a divine feminine. I actually have to claim who I am and stop trying to fit into a world that really doesn't belong to me. Right. Right. Yeah, and it, it all comes at the right time, and it's that breakdown that's necessary. And I think that's what a lot of feminines have to um, work through right now. It's like, let the masculine go through this. You know, it's tough. Like, for me, as a, as a healer, I do a lot of readings and things like that. I don't even really like tapping into masculine energy right now because it's, 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 it's the dark night. I mean, it's, it's rough. Yeah, and it's been, a, it, it's been the dark night for a while. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, and, I, I work a lot with divine masculine energy and I do shadow work. So you could imagine what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. 
<laughs> it is stuff right now. It's yeah. like, you know, like I used to be like okay with doing readings on the masculine. I'm like, oh, okay, let me do this. Now it's it's draining yeah. when I have to tap into that energy. It's hard. And it's not that I don't care that I don't have unconditional love for the masculine. It's just that I understand that it's important to let the masculine go through that and for the feminine excuse me to heal continue to heal herself and allow that separation there so that the masculine can rise up into that emperor energy because it's that breakdown it's this breakdown that we're going to see in society it's already happening of just kind of like the patriarchy completely falling apart and that's when once it's kind of like break break broken down and the soil's kind of like ready you know for us to dig and plant new seeds that's when the feminine can come in and be part of the material world absolutely i agree and i have to say something you know your boundaries that you put on as a healer is very important and i think that's a key because um another aspect of this that we don't ever really recognize is that every divine feminine and divine masculines are healers and if you go together in a union that has nothing to do but codependency y'all are going to be draining the shit out of each other <laughs> we don't have time for that like we're here to save this world so you know we gotta really put the boundaries on so yes unconditional love but boundaries so mm -hmm. i respect that and you know the last question i have to finish off the podcast because i don't like it to be too long my love is what are the insights you have coming up from now in july to december what you are led to share um, so yeah, I, I talked about how I'm going to be doing that next video. I'm being called to do that because I feel that that's really important right now for the feminine to look at how she heals uh, that part of her that's been on the outskirts of society for so long. Um, you know, it's the aerial being under the water. Not only does it have the connection to Atlantis, but the water represents the subconscious, the shadow area, right? So the feminine's been kept there for so long and I'm going to go even deeper um, in my next video, but there's probably been lifetimes where feminines have been, you know, executed. There's also been times where they've had to be prostitutes mm -hmm. because that was the only way to not get mixed up in the patriarchy because pretty much at that at many times in our history, a wife was really just kind of a trophy passed on that was just going to pass on the karma and birth the children to continue the karmic cycle. Yeah. So the divine feminine kind of stayed on the outside. And um, that's what really needs to be healed right now. Yeah. Especially the sacral, the sacral area. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say that's a lot of womb clearing and a lot of womb healing for sure, um, which is really beautiful. Right, right. And I, so I feel that that's going to be going on over the next few months while the masculine energy goes through this breakdown, okay. which we're seeing in so many ways. Well, listen, y'all, may it be blessed and, you know, pay attention to movies, pay attention to things that you see, like, and go check out that video. Like, it's really good. Hun. It's really good. So Thank you so, so much for your time, for your insights. Um, and you, I'm going to link you up, but is there anything else that you want to close out with before we wrap this up? No, I think we pretty much, I, I think we covered a lot here. I thank you so much for having me. 
Oh my God, it's my pleasure. It's so nice to finally talk to you. And, you know, I've been seeing your work and I think you're doing an incredible job. So keep going, like honestly. And and you guys, please check out her YouTube. Um, say it one more time for the people, the page. The Woken Mind. The Woken Mind, thank you. And uh, take a look at the video and stay tuned for the second version. I'm looking forward to it. So thank you so much, my love. This has been amazing. Thank you. My pleasure. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a beautiful, blessed day, everyone.